0: Delabedola, Prigioni with the steal. Paul trying to beat him off the dribble. Prigioni, There it is. is that it? Is this recording? It's recording.
1: <laughs> Hello, welcome to another episode of the Freaky Smalls Pod. I'm one of the co-hosts, Steve Thomas. I'm with Loken Debiru and Nicholas Doglio, gentlemen. What's going on?
2: What
0: up? What up? What up? What's up? How's everyone doing? All right, the weather's getting better. Yeah, sure. Weather is better. Next one last, last season. night, that's something. Yeah, yeah you know, Randall, 46 points. Yo,
2: <laughs> I, yo I turned <laughs> off
1: the game in the second quarter.
0: Were we down?
1: Yeah, they were fucking oh. getting blown out.
0: You oh were down by like 20 at halftime, and I turned yeah. it off.
1: It was Jesus so bad. <laughs> Dude, Randall, like, shot 14 times by himself in the first quarter. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Oh man. Who wants to start mean? who wants to start? All right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got What do you think this means for Randall? Do You think that we're just he's just boosting his stock at this point? Nick, you can
2: go. Um, yeah. Well, I'm I'm looking at a doc and it's kind of like we have our kind of question marks for always big players as well as fibs uh going into this offseason. I my first like domino is definitely Thibs. Like I, I Going To answer your question, uh, Logan. I, I think this is definitely boosting his stock. The last, like, 10, 15 games, Randall's looked really good. With that said, mm-hmm. like, depending on what we do with Thibs, like, anything could happen, in my opinion, for this offseason. Like, you know, if, if we fire Thibs, which at this point, I think we all think we sh- he should be fired and we should move on to someone else. Maybe this new coach really wants to work with Randall. Maybe he's like, fuck it, get him out of here, let's move on. Like, I, I think that's really going to determine what we do in free agency. Like, like I said, it was a clear high last night for, for Randall. Does anyone have the line? Should I, should I pull it up? Uh, what was it? I pulled it up. Uh, 46 points, 10 rebounds, two assists, eight for 16 from three and uh, 18 for 31 uh, from the, from the uh, field. He's been great. Like, he played Last night, the last like 10, 15 games, I think he's been as close to last season Randall as we could reasonably expect. You know, I like, think no one thought he'd be like career year Randall again. So depending on for me, like depending on what we do this offseason with the coaching determines is like this is just booting boosting trade stock, or this is like maybe a more reasonable Randall we'll see next year. Yeah. So I, I just want to interject into it. I, I
1: I still believe that like at the end of the day, I think the front office has seen like what happens when one, you have him as the central, as the like the main guy on a team and how it doesn't work and how like quickly his demeanor switches like when shit is going south and like Mm. they can't, especially in a market like New York and the way how he reacted to fans, that's definitely not just going to fly that like that is definitely tabled under their Like, uh, like cons for him in terms of retaining him for the, for the next, uh, for the next season. So, I mean, it definitely helps that like he's boosting his stock, but I think at the end of the day, uh, I was going to mention, I didn't mention it yet because, um, I wanted to wait till the pod came, but, uh, what would you guys do for
0: Zion Williamson trade? Ooh, if I was New Orleans or if I was New York? If I was New York, like if you were New York, I'd give, I try to give up the least amount of stuff I can give up. But if I was, I knew, knowing New Orleans, they're going to ask for a ton of stuff. Will they though? Like, I mean, <laughs> I think you could strong arm them. Like, I think if
1: they know that he wants to come to New York and there's no, like, I think, because like wherever he goes, like, I think teams are going to be afraid of giving him the extension or, or teams are going to be afraid because he may just be like, I'm not fucking signed the extension.
2: I'm already afraid because of his injury history and weight, you know, like that's, that, that's a big concern for me. Like it's someone who like plays his style of game mm-hmm. where, you know, you're like an Uber athletic player uh, with like a $300, 300 pound frame. That's scary for his knees and feet. And he, he has not, being able to say healthy so far this season, uh, so like like is like saying, I, I would try to give up as little as possible. Uh, so I don't know, like I'd probably be willing to move off of quickly. Probably not RJ uh, yeah. Toppin, definitely. Uh, yeah. Julius, yeah, I I think like quickly uh, Toppin and Julius might be like what I would be what I would offer, but like definitely not uh, RJ or you know. I feel like RJ would be the only one I I, I refuse to, to offer at this point.
0: You know what? Honestly, I would offer Toppin, Cam Reddish, and Um Randall. Actually, wait, Zion's not getting paid. I just realized. Uh, when is when is he um when is he like supposed to um be up for contract? Next season. Next season, So 2023.
1: Yeah, that's when so this offseason is he's eligible to be signed to the
0: rookie extension. Okay, do you think they can do like a sign in trade then? what for next season I just don't know
1: with the way New Orleans is going I don't know it's there's so many reports that suggest that like the situation with him has become so toxic and I was liking it to like remember how Kawhi was when he was in his last year in San Antonio I think it's really reminiscent of that people were afraid of Kawhi coming back and I just think he just didn't want to play for the team. I think it's kind of, like, similar to that. Maybe the maybe the reports are a little exaggerated, but I just genuinely think that the Zion just doesn't want to play for the team after all the fuckery that went with him last year with, like, Stan Van. Like, you can tell, like, the demeanor of the team was not good,
0: like, around Ben yeah. like Gundy. Mm, I think that Zion, I, yeah, I, he, I don't think he was the right coach for the team in the first place. But then um, I think that this new coach, Willie Green, is actually a pretty good, like, he's, like, one of the few bright spots they had this season. And, um, if I, I don't were,
1: if if, I, I just want to, I don't know if it's just the one. I mean, bro, they're surging. They are, I haven't really, been paying attention, lately. bro. They are really good. Like, they are like, <laughs> they may take out the late, they may take out the Lakers' spot. <laughs> I'm not joking. They, they've been they really like,
0: good. They've been five and five lately, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're only a game behind the lake. The I mean, Lakers have been two and eight, so that's probably why. But, yeah, I mean, they took over the Blazers, so that's good. So, yeah, I, I could. Honestly, it's I hate that the Lakers aren't going to make are barely going to make the play in, bro. That shit's just like so bad. But I'm going back to New Orleans. Um I think that Zion looks healthy now. Like in a recent picture, he looked like better. I don't know if he's I don't know if it's the angle of the photo or anything, so I'm not going to say he's definitively healthy, but assuming that he's getting into better shape, do you think that he's just like do you think that he's actually trying to sit out and gain weight on purpose because he doesn't want to be in New Orleans or he's just, like, doesn't have the work ethic and then is kind of getting back at it now?
1: I just, I don't know about the, like, I there's so many reports about the weight and I don't know if he's doing, like, the James Harden-like thing where he just looks overweight all the time just to mm. feed into that narrative. But mm. at the same time, I wanted to ask you guys this. Like, in the NBA, we've seen that, like, you can't win at the highest level if you don't have, like, a top 15 player. It's very hard to do, like, yeah, you're trying to win in the playoffs. And I was going to ask you guys, like, if you – in the next two years, do you believe there's going to be a guy that's available for the Knicks to trade in that echelon of top 15? Because I think with Zion, like, I know the risk is there, and I know we we can it could be, like, fucking – I'm trying to think, like – like make it can be like mcdice it could be like i'm trying to think of another injury prone guy it could be like jerome james all over again or like eddie curry all over again but at the same time like i think you have to take a risk if you know this guy has a chance to be like a top 15 player in the league and he showed that last year that he could be at the yeah. top 15 player in the league that man doesn't even yeah. have a jump shot and he's like scoring so efficiently inside the paint and he he's averaged 27, dude, without a jumper. And his
0: free throw isn't even, like, perfect. Yeah. He's still got 27. That's how good he is. Yeah. It's just, I mean, yeah, the, I think the injury thing is a risk with him. And, I mean, knowing Leon Rose, I don't think he necessarily takes risks. He just goes for the best options available. So, if Zion ends up being the best option available for Julius Randle, because I think that's our main MO is to trade Julius. I, I know we're going back to this Julius thing, but um, <clears throat> it's just, we. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at his stat line right now. And let me see where it was like two nights. I think last, the last game he played the Clippers, he had 10 points in 29 minutes on four of 16 shooting. And we won that game, but like, do you see the inconsistency here? He goes from like, he had 10 points of 16, 46 last night, 18 to 31. The, the game before the Clippers, he had 25 and he had 24, 16, then 11. And he's like not shooting well. So I think it's kind of clear. He doesn't really fit with the team in general. And that like, given that his like, given like his outburst with the fans and his like inconsistent play, I really don't see him like staying on the team. So if we could get Zion through a Randall trade, like maybe, maybe it's like a three or four team trade or whatever. Like, so Randall doesn't end up going back to new Orleans, but I feel like it's going to have to be through kind of some kind of sign and trade for Randall at least.
2: Nick. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's right. Cause like going back to what you're saying, like you need to top, 10, 15 players in the NBA to win at the, the highest level. All right. Looking at our roster right now, we don't have the assets to, to actually trade for anything like that. Unless we like buy low on a player like Zion with random whatsoever. So like, if, 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 you want to swing at that right now, if, if Leon sees something in Zion that he wants to like swing really hard on that, that, you know, go for it. Maybe, maybe this could be our, we could have a, a quick turnaround and like end up in the, in the Eastern conference finals in a few years, you know, but, you know, like you're saying, he, he could be an Eddie Kurt. He could be something like that where we end up getting fucked and being bad for a long time like we've been historically. Uh, so, yeah, it, it is interesting. Uh, I, I would probably, you know, uh, for me, I'd probably want to see Zion healthy again before I, I made a trade and probably wait it out for a little while, be patient, you know, go through the draft. Like, we're going to have a lottery pick this year, all, all likelihood. You know, maybe, maybe we get lucky we there uh and, and continue to kind of draft and you know assess how we're doing rather than take a big swing on a player like Zion who we, ha- we haven't seen play in like
0: over a year hmm. <laughs> yeah, actually I got a I got another like theory I don't think Zion gets traded this offseason I think that maybe we trade Julius but for some someone else so I mean I'm, I don't I don't want to say we trade Julius for Dame because I that's probably not going to happen but let's just say we someone like Dame like some some kind of like top 15 to 20 star in the league who can like really help us win. Um, and then we have that player and RJ on our team and teams probably going to do better next season with that. And I don't know how, I don't know what the coaching situation is going to look like, but given that the coaching is good and that we got rid of Randall next season, if next season's a bright spot for us. And if, if like Cam Reddish gets more minutes, Obi Topping gets more minutes, they can show what their worth is. We can trade those two for Zion in the next off season. And then Zion could just sign the, Like, sign with us. If it's not Zion,
1: I still think this regime will only get – will get the benefit of the doubt this year, and they're going to make the trade either in the offseason – I think they may have to do – it. I think this may be their most important offseason then because they've already kind of fucked up the previous offseason. So if it's not Zion, is there a star that's out there or – a, a rising talent that you feel that, like, the uh, the Knicks could realistically get that could, like, help bolster, bolster the odds in their favor in terms of trying to climb into the upper echelon of the Eastern Conference? Anybody? De'Jounte I, I don't Murray? Know.
0: What's up? De'Jounte Murray? You think he's he, top
1: 15, top 20? He's not top 15,
0: top 20, but, like, <laughs> he's not getting paid, is he? I think he is. I actually don't remember those check like that.
2: I think my thing, though, is with, like, I think Randall has, you know, we, we've highlighted he, he's been pretty inconsistent this season, a lot of off-the-court weird things with fans. I don't think we're going to get, you know, a top 15, 25 player back for Randall alone, or, like, mm. even with, you know, like, Obi or whatever. I I, I think a lot of teams are, are seeing that as well. Like, can he handle the spotlight? Like, can he handle being a one or two option on an NBA an elite team? So I, I just have a, a – I'm having trouble accepting the idea of, like, even, like, even that being possible. You know, I don't
1: think that we trade him for that guy. I just feel like it's going to have to be, like, a haul. But I think mm-hmm. for this offseason, like, I think the, like, I think, I don't know if, like, if the uh, if the front office has to, like, talk to James Dolan and be like, listen, we'll, we'll have to, we're going to rectify, like, if they miss out on the playoffs and they're in the lottery, I doubt they get in, like, I think. They'll have the mulligan of this year, I and mean, I just don't think they could have the mulligan of next year. I think next year they have to make the playoffs or make the plan at least. Like I can't. I don't think they can have a repeat of this next year. So I think no, they're going to
2: make a. Um, I think it depends on expectation, though. I, I, I think if going into next season, we realize you know, like we move Randall, we, we're playing quickly a lot, we're playing RJ a lot, we're playing Deuce and Obi a lot. Like no one's expecting that team to make playoffs. Yeah. If if, if, if that's on, if Dolan expects it, that, that's on him. And like. Yeah, maybe he fires the front, the front office, but if they set expectations correctly and like, hey, you know, Obi's getting 30 minutes a game. Cookie's getting 30 minutes a game. Like, there's just no way you can expect us to make the playoffs early or, you know, realistically, I, I think they'll they'll get more time. But, you know, maybe Dolan's going you know, to Dolan.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, like, like uh, we, uh, we've we mentioned the quote where he said New York is in a place where you can rebuild. And I think the problem, I think that worked against, the front office that they overachieve in the first year, like I got the fourth sure. seed. So now, like, like, and they spent all this money in uh in the off season on like retaining some guys, bringing in two dudes that are one's washed and not playing for the rest of the uh, for the rest of uh the season, and we have another guy who's so inconsistent offensively and is horrible defensively. So.
2: I think most of those deals are movable, you know, I, or at least team friendly. You know, Kemba's only got one more year. I think almost every other player has team options, including uh, Fournier. So they're all two to three years. So even if, like, you know, like we can say, like, off season, last offseason did not work out, you know, this is, we clearly did not hit expectations. This season sucked. I, I still feel like we, that this front office has enough, like, room to pivot off pretty easily.
0: Honestly, the only star I could really see us trading for at this point is Donovan Mitchell. If, they lose, like, if yeah. they lose early, hmm? yeah. If they if Utah you lose early, I mean that too, but like with the whole chemistry issues with Gobert, mm-hmm. like those low key issues, and Quinn Snyder probably going to be fired if they don't make conference finals this year or conference semifinals at the very least,
2: mm-hmm.
0: just because he's been there for a while, they have no success. They have, have they even made the conference finals once with Quinn Snyder? I don't think so, right? I don't think so. No. No, no, they haven't. They, yeah. they haven't have made it with Clint
2: Yeah, so, like,
0: if, like, Utah kind of falls apart, I could see us trading for him just because, like, they wouldn't be – they're not the worst team. They'd probably be, like, a mid-tier mid team where Randall could probably thrive in. And then, you know, however they figure out, would they figure out. Randall fits with, like, the team in general, a bunch of shooters, and you have a center who can play defense. It kind of makes sense for both sides in a way. But we have to, like – I don't know the exact contracts how they'd add up, but I'm sure they're going to make us, like – give up at least two, three of our young guys like quickly it might be involved in that trade too.
1: I think he's definitely part of that trade.
0: Yeah. Quickly. The problem
1: is you have to keep him away from RJ. That is like the key. Then, yeah, we're not going to
0: trade RJ. Yeah. Yeah, you have is, to. Is that,
2: that is that enough for Utah though? Julius and you know possibly rotation player young players. Is I was that just about
0: enough? to ask would you trade Quentin Grimes too?
1: Yeah, you, I think you have to. Yeah, you have to. you not going
0: RJ. I'd rather give up like Dallas's pick too. That's a first round pick they could use. Yeah, not they, not they, they free agents. They can use like. Oh, but I mean Dallas is doing good, I guess. But like, yeah. I don't know how good a low first round pick is. But
1: yeah, I'm gonna have I to give up the, listen. If it if the Knicks pick is in the lottery and you're gonna try to make this trade in this off season, I mean you're gonna give up that too.
0: Yeah, I would I would do that. Honestly, I'd, I'd say the pick, Grimes, quickly, Randall, and like possibly top should be more should be enough. It's a lot. That's a lot, yeah. yeah. But like we I'm still skeptical
2: keep... it's enough though. Like, what is Donovan Mitchell? A top 15 player?
0: You yeah. Know? He could he could be. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. If elite uh on both ends, you know, how, how how often do you find
0: a player with his caliber as a scorer who could still play defense? Yeah. And also, like, if you look at teams, like, like the Lakers, for example, when LeBron went, like, they gutted the roster to get Davis, and then they just find role players to fill in. If Mitchell and RJ team up here, like, I'm sure we'll find someone who can fill right. in each position. And hell, like, you can, you can get away with, like, Rose or McBride or whoever starting at point. But this oh, is I, all. Like, this, all it, <laughs> <laughs> <you know? laughs> oh, forgot Derrick Rose. Dude, he hasn't played for so long, man. Oh, my God. Oh, we have like, like Burks is still there. Like I'd rather have guys who are somewhat experienced if we're trying to win. Because if we get mentioned, we're definitely trying to win now. Right. I,
1: yeah. I, I mean, I think regardless, like I, I think that's where like me and you guys differ. I don't think they're going to get the benefit of that. I think they're like this. This is their mulligan year, and you have to be. I think they're going to be forced to pivot and be like re uh, retool for next season. Not, like, try to fight for just a play-in or just, like, you know, see how – it's not an experimental year for the Knicks. At least that's what I feel.
0: All right. This is my last thing I'm going to say for this topic real quick. What if – what if we trade – what if we do Cam Reddish and – Cam Reddish and Mitchell Robinson for Zion this offseason? Jeez, that's it? (laughs) What the fuck? I mean, okay, if Zion's injury (laughs) is there –
1: Nick was like, what?
0: <laughs>
2: David Griffin's gonna hang up on you like a second.
0: Like, you're like the thing. The thing is, we're talking about Zion's injury. Are other teams gonna try to trade for him if like he has injury issues? And if he doesn't want to be with the Pelicans either, like he's gonna, they're gonna walk away with with nothing, kind of like with Lonzo. Basically, eh. do you think they're willing to do that again? I don't know. David Griffin is a is an anomaly.
1: Uh, he's an enigma, right. man. It's so <laughs> hard to figure out what the hell this guy wants. For,
0: like, I don't understand how he drafted Neil Alexander Walker and just threw him away for nothing. Right. <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, they got CJ McCollum, I wouldn't say nothing. Uh, Wasn't he traded to Portland? Then Portland released him in Utah or Portland traded to Utah for some random person. I guess, but also like... Uh, dead Joe Ingles. Yeah, no <laughs> Like, what happened to Jackson Hayes?
1: Jackson, everyone forgets Jackson Hayes. Wasn't he a lottery pick?
0: He was playing good this season for a little bit too.
1: geez Like, what happened but, um, to that
0: guy? I have no idea. He's too inconsistent. But um, I mean, given given uh David Griffin, like, think about it, the Pelicans are winning without Zion right now. And yeah. then they already like have history with letting their star player leave and not getting anything in return. And Zion already has a pretty big injury issue. So, like, we might not have to give up – we have to give up more than what I said, but we might not have to give up, like, our entire roster. We can probably, like, finesse this trade. That's like we why you, I, assets that's why you need it.
1: collusion, man. <laughs> I think he's Listen, sad Leon enough to, is... uh,
2: to do, like, a bidding war, like, like like the Kings were supposed to do with Ty- Tyrese Halliburton. You know, Zion's a big enough player where – or it was a big enough name of player where they keep – like, oh, I'm sure someone besides us will – ignore the injury risk and still offer him a trade maybe the kings you know the, the kings will you all have to reach it all the time and Wait, not to, I, don't, I don't know like they, they 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 do whatever they want all the time they're like a wild card like we talked about before who knows what they
0: do but uh <laughs> I, I, I just feel like would be their front court would be zion and Sabonis.
2: what is know, defense man. yo <laughs> is the
0: they, they, they've done team. better shit yeah. yeah no spacing no defense <laughs>
2: I'm just trying to. I think my point is. I I think they would be a bidding war for Zion, uh, at least. So I I am skeptical we could get that done without including like Randall and or RJ, including the pick.
0: But uh, we'll see. Mm. We We need tampering. tampering. There, low key is tampering. Like if you listen to NBA players talk, there's like yeah, it's low key tampering. Yeah.
1: I need high key tampering. If all I'm giving up is a second, <laughs> all I've given up is a second round pick. I mean a second uh yeah or yeah, a second round pick. That's it. That's it. Bro, I'm doing all the tampering I can.
0: <laughs> Are you serious? Listen, listen, if Zion wants to come to New York and refuses to play with the Pelicans, we really do we can easily fleece them in that trade. Yeah, like but Cam, then, if Cam Reddish actually gets minutes too, cuz he has to show and like, prove himself. But we knew that Anthony Davis wanted to play
1: with LeBron James. Did they finesse them though?
0: Well, at that time, I feel like they had more power because was, Davis wasn't a free agent anytime soon, was he? At that time, I think he had two years still left. Maybe did he re-sign in L.A.? I thought he. Yeah, was I
1: think left. he signed the extension. Remember? Remember he you talked about how like the injury shit.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. Jesus, till 2025. You know Lakers are stuck with him. <laughs> Um mm, yeah, that's true actually. They did hold the foul there. Yeah, we would have to fleece, give up our roster. I don't know, man. I'd rather go for Mitchell and Zion at that point. Yep. Bro, finding a point. We have to get a lottery pick though, wouldn't we? Because I was gonna say we could draft um, one of the point guards in this year's draft, but we wouldn't have the pick. We do we have to find a point guard somehow. Do you think if we keep topping and trade Randall for uh, Donald Mitchell, do you think, like, do you think we'd be able, we'd be able to keep topping and have, like, him be our four and, and Mitchell? Like, Mitchell and RJ can kind of handle. It's not like – they're not point guards, but I guess it's it's good enough. Some We have two perimeter creators. So I, that –
1: I I don't know. I, yeah, I, <laughs> I was like – I'm, like, so iffy on Obi because I, like, see – I see the flashes, but at the same time, I'm just, like – Like, he's not really a floor spacer. I understand that he's a good cutter, but I need him to do, like, I guess it depends on how the next coach, whoever it is, utilizes him. I'm just not, like, in I'd rather find someone who can space out the floor and play the four, play some defense on that end. Maybe I'm a little dickish in that, but, like, at the same time, I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I I think I'm that's where I'm at as well. I, I think O's really fun as like a like an off-the-bench kind of like energy bu- up energy bunny player where like, you know, our, our second unit when we had Rose healthy was so much fun. Like they came in, immediately started running, got a lot of run-outs. I feel like that's kind of like where he's best used. He's probably not a starter on a good team, at, at least at the four. Uh we, mm-hmm. we'll see. I think going back to you talking about point cards, something I forget about who we have. Uh we have that the uh the European guy, uh Rokas, who's uh Apparently playing really well, uh, you I'm, I'm not Ooh. sure if he's like, uh, you know, maybe I, I, I don't know how it kind of stacks up to NBA. Maybe he's not like a starter next season. Maybe he's like a at least in the rotation. Uh, but he could be a point guard option or something like that. We we could use next season. Yeah,
0: you know, could he be our like Jeremy Lin 2.0 or something?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying. I'm just trying to see another guy just. Burst on the scene like that right. again,
0: man, bro. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna relive insanity. That was so fun. That's yeah, like arguably the, like the, machine, the, the, the highest Nick moment. Just a, a pure enjoyment in this entire yeah. 2000.
1: Yeah, I think that's it, right? We should have a separate pod for that. I think we should. Do that. We should have <laughs> we should. a whole <laughs> pod dedicated to like your top moments, the top moments,
0: and then the <laughs> lowest moments. Mellow hitting the shot in, in Chicago. Oh,
1: that's a great shot! Is that Easter? Easter?
0: That was Easter, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. over Taj Gibson, I believe, too. <laughs> too easy. Um, no, that was uh, dang. Oh dang! Yeah. Oh it was dang! Dang. Dang. Was okay. dang! Yeah, it was dang. Remember dang. I yeah. Dang, damn. So, do you, who do you think our answer for point guard is going to be next season?
1: God, I would. I mean, look, has anyone seen the way fucking quickly's playing? Oh my god.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I think we talked about this a, a previous pod, but I'm, I'm still on Team Quickly. Uh, I For me, like, depending – well, again, like I said before, like depending on what we do with coaching, depending on what we do with Randall, I would probably lean into running with the young guys. You know, I would love to see Quickly and McBride get a ton of minutes at point guard next season. i just going to see what happens. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if there's, like, a realistic free agent upgrade we could make. You know, I'm looking at, like, the free agent pool uh, this offseason for point guards, and it's, like, Tyus Jones – Maybe I don't know if that's exciting or great. Colin Sexton, maybe you know oh a lot God. of these players are know. like uh, either you know uh, Colin Sexton really is the only exciting young player. Everyone else kind of washed late uh, 20s, like, guy, like Ricky Sexton, Rubio, man. Ty Ty Jones, Patrick, uh, Pat uh, Patty Mills, kind of like at this point I just rather run it with quickly.
0: I'd rather have quickly over Colin Sexton at that point, right? No one likes no one likes sexton, man. Yo, what about that Jalen Brunson? We can go for him.
1: Yeah, that's well, I think do you want to bring in the sign and trade discussion? About Randall
0: Randall to um Dallas?
1: No, I was gonna say Mitch. I was gonna say Mitch, because Mitch has been liked for um uh, has been liked by Dallas for a couple of years now. So I'm feeling but, like hmm. maybe if there is a team that would like him, I think he fits a lot too. He's like, don't, they haven't had a center like him since what? Tyson
0: Chandler, maybe? Pro, uh, yeah. I mean, they had DeAndre Jordan that one year, but yeah. <laughs> Wash DeAndre Jordan.
1: Yeah. Not, <laughs> not the DeAndre Jordan that was <laughs> held in the held in his house by Blake Griffin <laughs>
2: and
0: <laughs> <laughs> the rest of that crew. Um. But, yeah, honestly, like, given that they're doing this with Dwight Powell at their center, and I'm not going to yeah. shit on Dwight Powell, like, in the past, but Mitchell Robinson is, like, a seven-foot version. What of is what the past is. to you? You shit
1: on this dude, like, last, like, three <laughs> weeks
0: ago. That's that's the past. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, what, what, what did your opinion change about him? Oh, no, 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 nothing changed. I'm just exhausted and shitting on him. so <laughs> So your opinion of him doesn't change. It just oh no, it him. doesn't. He doesn't. I don't know how he still has a job in the league. He's tw- he's terrible, dude. <laughs> dude. I'm serious. Like he doesn't play defense. All he does is just catch alley oops from Luca. Like take away Luca, and he's useless. I'm saying, but with Mitch, but like if you put Mitch instead of Dwight Powell there, like Mitch, Mitch can easily like defend. He's probably a better defender than Dwight Powell even is, and he's just as mobile. So that's a huge upgrade. And then if they lose Brunson, though, who do you like, they need to think about who to bring in to like I, help Luca out. I don't think they do, though. You don't think so? Because they have Spencer. Yeah, but like Spencer and, and Jalen Br- uh, Brunson were both like, they, like they, both of them are helping Luca out. If you take one of them away, it's like you need to kind of fill that spot. And I think they,
1: I think they can. I think. I think with that he has been playing really well, Spencer. Has anybody yeah. been watching him? He's been bro. really doing well. I like I, I was an idiot, man. I had Spencer this whole time in fantasy. And like I saw initially he wasn't doing well with uh uh what's it called? Uh with uh with Jalen. And then when Jalen got injured, like he looks phenomenal. People were like, Oh my god, I think Dallas just stole him. So mm. I think with him there. I think maybe they it's easier to try to trade Bertans and go from there. I think they're able to trade a pick next uh, this off season, so maybe they use pick, that. Bro. Yeah, listen, like, like you're we're, you're not drafting anymore, so like you got to just. It's all about I pivoting guess, yeah. around.
0: <laughs> what do you think they would trade for then? Like, if they trade Brunson, um, what do you think they get in return? Um. Like, who would fit with Spencer and Luca? I think, like, Randall – not Randall, but, like, a power forward in general would be fine for them.
1: Uh, yeah, it has to be – you know who they could use? Harrison Barnes.
0: <laughs> Yo, you know who they could use? Pascal Siakam. Where's the money? Well, what money are they um, taking back? Like, you, Pascal's, like, on a max. You can't send it – how much – he's on a max? Yeah, he got signed a max. You remember the year after Kawhi left, he got signed to a max. I didn't know it was a max. I just thought it was a contract extension. He's getting paid. Oh in damn! He had 136 yeah. 30 million a year. Goddamn! I
1: told you. Siakam <laughs> would work. I would agree. What about what work.
0: about uh, if you trade Bertans in that too? Jesus, give me the package, man. I mean, it has to be Bronson and then Berton. I mean, I'm assuming Bertans is making a good amount of money. What yeah, is he at? Like 20 making, million or
1: something? 15 to 20, something like that.
0: All right. Um, he's at 80 million, uh, 16 million, basically. Listen, I could give a fuck. Yeah, about their I, problems, that's a man. Tough.
1: I, get true, yeah. about problem. I want to talk about whether or not we should like Nick, I'll ask you this. Do you think there's a possibility that the Knicks would, uh, would try to trade Mitch and assign and trade for Brunson? And that's how we bring him in.
2: I mean, that, it's absolutely a possibility. I, I, I think uh, I've there's a report earlier. Maybe it's Begley or someone else. Like, the, like no one is safe. I think it was around trying to trade deadline. Like no one in, on, on this roster is above being traded. So I, I think Leon and, and company are, are totally fine with you know moving whoever for the right deal. So yeah, Mitch for something something around Mitch for for Brunson probably could work. Uh, mm-hmm. I, like you said before, I, I, that's a good fit for both teams. I think Mitch is a great law partner between, between Don, Donchus and Didwiti. Brunson could probably be a, a really solid point guard for us. So like something around that might work, but
0: uh, we'll see what they end up doing. Mm. All right. Um, I see Stevie over here, Sims, future center of the Knicks. Would you like to explain that? Has anyone been watching him? He's been phenomenal. Didn't he have like three fouls in the first
2: quarter last night? (laughs) (laughs) Easy.
1: Easy. Two good games, bro. Yeah. Well, that's not my fault. It's not his fault. Blame the blame Thibbs, man. I think he's a
0: good center. And he switches well onto guards. No, he's a good center, yeah. I don't know if he's like our – when you say future, do you mean he's our starting center for next season or future center in like two, three years from
1: Who's better than him on the
0: roster? Maybe Mitch, is that it? I mean, yeah. (laughs) Healthy Uh, Noel is better than him.
1: A what defense? I guess.
0: Oh, definitely. Defense, I mean, Sims yeah. doesn't score. I know Noel can't score. Noel's a better defender.
1: Yeah, He's I think not the, healthy. I think Noel is more of a theory now, more than like. Oh
2: yeah, at, at this point, yeah, yeah, that's fair. I think yeah, like, like we're comparing better, last so. season Noel
0: to to, to Jericho. I, uh, there's no there's no no comparison. Last season Noel is way better. and That's what his peak mm. is. I just don't know if he'll actually get to it. But right. Sims, like I don't know if he'll reach his peak next year either. But this dude does not score. I mean, I don't. I get that we don't have a point guard, and he can't really hasn't really have an offensive game anyway. But like two points, he's like he had zero points, but he had ten rebounds against the Sixers, and then he had four points but eleven rebounds against the Clippers. So like, yeah, he has some promise. He's uh, averaging uh, five
2: point six fouls per thirty six.
0: He's like Robert Williams, like in twenty seventeen, bro. <laughs>
2: Also, he's also 24, so like I, he's he's an old rookie. Uh, I, I am skeptical to say he develops into, into like a starting center on like a good team. I think mean, he probably tops out as like a really good backup center, which is still still good. You know, he's I think I that that is value, but uh, I think we're getting a really ex- a little ahead of ourselves if we're calling him the future center of the Knicks.
0: I just yeah, I wouldn't call him future center of the Knicks. So
1: I just think who would be that guy, man? I think he's good enough that. Jesus. I think he's good enough that where I think he, he you he could end up becoming that. I think maybe they go into unless they unless they give it to Thibs. Like I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> 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 I just had it in my mind. I'm like thinking like who if they trade if they trade Mitch like are they going to go after someone like Turner? Would they bring? Do you think they bring in someone like Mobamba on like a one-year, two-year deal? Maybe like that. Maybe those are like, I'm trying to think realistically who are the other options they have on this in the market to try to go after. Like, I don't know if they'll mm-hmm. give up. Like, yo, has Turner played since like, bef- since it's a bonus trade?
0: I don't know, actually. I haven't seen much about him because like he got injured, didn't he? Yeah, like, he's been know.
1: out for so long.
0: You think yeah. they just like shut him down for the season because they're tanking? Maybe. I I mean, this year he was pretty solid, 13.7 boards and almost three blocks. He's just so also so injury prone, too, man. Mm -hmm. He's a lot more sound than Mitch, though, technically. Like, I I, I could see like a Mitch for Turner kind of sign in trade. If they're gonna pay, I don't know how much they're paying Turner, but I don't think they're gonna pay Mitch that much money. But if we yeah, can do that, that. That'd be pretty good.
1: I think that's a there's a reason why they brought in Isaiah Jackson too. Like that's to be, also true,
0: yeah. And they
1: have they're probably gonna end up uh paying Jalen Smith.
0: Mm. Do you so. think they could do like a like Fournier or something? Why? Why would they? Why would they? I win? don't know, man. I'm just trying to. I'm giving options. <laughs> you can't. You can't, you can't I'm not the one that signed 48 to. last offseason. All right.
1: Yeah. I, listen, man. That's. I, I. don't know if how good they can.
2: Um. What's it called? Uh. They can finesse teams like that. It's. It's going to be tough. I'm not. Just a thought while I was uh, going through some basketball reference. Mitchell Robinson is younger than Jericho Sims. Uh. Just. Just throwing that out there. Uh. He's
0: 23 to Jericho Sims 24. Come on, man. Why are you gonna getting... yeah, yeah, yeah. guys? Um, what about Lucas Samanich? Why the hell hasn't he played?
1: Because Thibs hates Europeans. Oh my god. <laughs> Bro, he's oh you know, one my one bad. One. I'm getting him messed up with Fizzdale. <laughs>
0: Yo, is do you think Thibs has fallen to the level of Fizzdale right now? No. We've lost so many games. No, no you don't think so? No,
2: no. I don't think uh Fizdale is like an NBA level head coach where, like, Fibs has,
0: you know, even. Oh, no, 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 I, just- me- I meant to the Knicks, not like in general. Yeah. yeah. to Knicks fans. Because, like, he, Fibs brought us our success last season, but, like, every Knicks fan I know right now just wants to, like, just hate Fibs right now.
1: Um, It's tough. I, I They legit didn't have any type of cohesion under, under, under Fizz. Like, right. like, yeah, they didn't even so have, true. even with, like Fibs, at least he understands like defensive schemes. Like I think also what gets put against him is that he like he wants to try trust his bets and like Fizz wants to trust the youth, but like he leaned too much into the youth, and then they ended up with one of the worst records in the league.
2: With literally no structure, it's just like throw the young guys out there and let them do whatever fuck they want. is not ideal.
1: Exactly. Not ideal. Not two years in a row. You can't get away with it two years in a row. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't draft there, somebody. You can't draft somebody because they beat somebody one on one in a in, in, in a playoff. In, in like in a what's it called in a scrimmage? That's the whole story behind Miles Bridges versus Kevin Knox. Yeah.
0: Is that way? he beat him in a scrimmage, and that's how he drafted him.
1: It's one of the reasons. That's what I heard.
0: Oh my god! I mean, it's honestly, if Miles Bridges came to the next. Do you, don't do you think he'd pan out to be the way he is right now, given our like shitty development? You definitely need
1: to bring a point guard because, like, if you don't have a point guard for him, like, he's kind of—I don't know—he's not like as fluid as like as Obi is because he kind of was seen in that type of vein, like that type of guy. But like mm-hmm. every year, he got better. But he was younger when he got drafted versus Obi, so okay. Like I mm-hmm. remember watching him in Michigan State, and he was—he was throwing out thunder dunks, just strong powerful drives to the rim and his jump shot was coming along but it was like you start you really started seeing it in his third and then t- this year like he, he the flashes of what he really can do especially with a point guard there like the chemistry between him and uh lamella bowl is fantastic like they're yeah. so, they just so in sync on the court so
0: yeah i think the thing with like miles bridges is that Right now, he doesn't necessarily need a point guard to be decent, but he's only averaging, like, what, like, 19 to 22 points. Like, a good amount of that is because of, like, LaMelo de Miles um, alley-oops and fast breaks. Like, he can probably average, like, 12 points on his own or something. Like, right Miles? now. Right now, yeah. Dude, he's, like, playing really well. He's better than just, no, he like, is. Like, but he I'm, can I'm get his own that... shot. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying he's not doing it like all like he's not doing it all the time for a shot. A good amount of his points come from just like you know, uh, Lamelo ball looks to him where he's wide open. Yeah, I'm I, saying you take Lamelo out and put like some shitty point guard. Like let's just say you put Alfred Payton in there. Like he's not gonna get those open looks. Well, Lamelo was Alfred. Good solid defender. Nice passing.
2: for Gioni. up top, hardaway, Jordan hooks it up.